Hello, I am Sanai King, and I am an African-American woman born and raised in Dallas, Texas. I am currently attending Randolph College, where I am a sophomore. I attend to a major in chemistry and biology. I have read Aren't I a Woman, Female Slaves in the Plantation South, which was written by Deborah Gray Wright in 1985. The book's title comes from the inspiring words spoken by Showjoiner Truth at the 1851, nine years before the Civil War, at the Women's Rights Convention in Akron, Ohio. Deborah Gray White's Aren't I a Woman details the grueling experiences of the African-American female slaves on Southern plantations. White resented the fact that African-American women were nearly invisible throughout historical texts because many historians failed to see them as important contributors to America's social, economic, or political development. Despite limited historical sources, she was determined to establish African-American women as an intricate part of African-American history and American history. However, the book has since been revised to include newly revealed sources that have been worked into the novel. Deborah Gray White is the Board of Governors, Professor of History, and Professor of Women's and Gender Studies at Rutgers University, New Brunswick, and New Jersey. She is also the author of Too Heavy a Load, Black Women in Defense of Themselves. 1894, 1994. In her book, Aren't I a Woman? Deborah Gray White elaborates on the lives of enslaved black women in the South. White highlights that black women often suffered from both sexual and racial oppression during pre and post slavery. Yet in the mid late 19th century, black slave women oppose Victorian standards of gender discrimination based on physical and mental weakness. In order to cope with cultural limits and criticism, white Americans often created stereotypes and myths of black womanhood, especially in the images of Jezebel, Mammy, and Sapphire. The Jezebel was a black woman thought to be hypersexual and undesirable whereas the Mammy was a black woman who worked for a white family and assisted in nursing the family's children. Sapphire was a black woman who was characterized as emasculating, loud, aggressive, angry, stubborn, and unfeminine. According to White, each view represented a part of a slave woman's reality as she related to the plantation household. Although most enslaved women were expected to be mothers and give birth to children, the Southern white society continued to dehumanize women. The next major topic of discussion in the novel is the nature of female slavery, in which white highlights the labor performed by female slaves and the master's expectation for childbearing. She describes how African-American women were expected to perform duties of labor with the strength of any man, while also giving birth to multiple children.
At this point, White examines the differences between white and African-American females and the treatment they receive from the white male dominant society. On the plantations, female slaves took on roles and duties that strongly contradict the traditional female roles of popular white society. As white women were placed atop pedestals and sheltered by their men, African-American women were hardly seen as women at all and therefore were treated just as badly as African-American men. Only black women had their womanhood completely stripped of them. For me, this comparison was one of the most enlightening portions of her book. White completes her detailed analysis of the major aspects of female slaves' lives with a look into their family life, marital roles, and the reliance of female slave community. Contrary to the American practice of man overruling the household, in their role as mothers, female slaves were regarded as the central figures in slave families. In reference to the role of a mother, white rights, a role which was presumed legitimate independent of the father's or husband's role. At any time, fathers could be sold away from their family, but slave masters usually kept mothers with their children because they were the ones responsible for their young. And slave owners knew children as leverage to ensure cooperation. Luckily, slave mothers could rely on their female slave networks to aid in childcare. It was not unusual for slave mothers to be expected to fulfill dual responsibilities of labor and childcare, and therefore they often required intimate assistance. In the last chapter, White summarizes the main obstacles black women faced. In the beginning of the Civil War, continuing into the years of Reconstructed and ending with the Civil Rights Movement. Maintaining focus on her theme, White demonstrates the ways in which Black women's race and sex worked against them. White does a magnificent job of conveying her subject matter in a graceful manner without the use of a lot of difficult or technical vocabulary. Students as young as sixth grade could more than master the content presented in the book. There is something else to appreciate about the book's flow. Each chapter is very indicated of the exact information covered in that chapter. For example, the chapter entitled The Female Slave Network obviously relates to the inner workings of the female slave network on plantations. White has organized the book's materials so well that I can turn any chapter and understand the points being made without having read the previous chapters. This is what makes it easy to find specific information because you can easily locate exactly what you are looking for. Additionally, the author maintains a consistent focus on the novel's overall theme that African-American female slaves were a part of this unique social sector that endured prejudices like no other group of oppressed people. She builds strong support for the novel's theme with every chapter. White's writing contains no frigilous information. Each of White's arguments reinforces her overarching theme and the examples clearly support the concepts presented. White challenges the reader to set aside 
all preconceived notions of black women and to consider that society's knowledge of African-American women's history has in many ways been manipulated by historians and molded to fit the agenda of their times. She also goes above and beyond to explain how black women developed the withdrawal to cope with their predicament as victims of a racist and sexist society. In Deborah Gray White's R&I Woman, she aimed to enrich knowledge of the antebellum black women and their culture to finally reveal this unwritten side of history. Being both African-American and a woman, she displays the many struggles and hardships black women endured during and after slavery in the United States. By exposing some of the more secret, nefarious sides of slavery, White forces the readers to step out of their usual comfort zone and awakens them to the brutal realities of slavery. R&I Woman also offers readers a much needed perspective of the psychological damages of slavery. I recommend R&I Woman to anyone of any race or gender because I believe this book has something to offer everyone. White's writing has the power to totally transform her readers' understanding, emotions, and opinions. After reading this book, I will never again view the institution of slavery the same way. Thank you for your time.